Thank you for listening to the Celebration Church podcast. For more information about Celebration Church, go to ccacron.org. There you will find information about our church, upcoming events, and how to make a contribution to the ministry of Celebration Church. We hope this message is an encouragement to you. Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And there he is in Jerusalem by the Sheep Gate. <laughs> All the dirty sheep hung out there. That's what it says. It was the Sheep Gate. It was a dirty gate. It's the pool that was there. <clears throat> That's where the sheep they drank. Dirty pool. <laughs> you putting this together? Dirty sh- sheep gate, dirty water. It's like dirty pig water. <laughs> it's dirty. <laughs> but it's dirty sheep water, yeah. <laughs> There's a joke about that, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> There's a. <laughs> Oh, that's hogwash. There we go. There we go. <laughs> that's, I, was, I was going somewhere with that. That's a bunch of hogwash. That's what this was. Oh, it was sheep wash. But it was called Bethesda, having five porches. And in these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind and lame and paralyzed. They were waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. And whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had had an infirmity for 38 years. A long time. And when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been in that condition a long time, He said to him, do you want to be made well? Wilt thou be made well? In the King James Version. Because that's how Jesus talked. (laughs) At least that's what King James said. The sick man answered him and said, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I'm coming down, another steps before me. Always excuses. Jesus said to him, rise and take your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well. He took up his bed and he walked. Of course, the religious leaders got mad. But at some point in our lives, Jesus will look at you and he'll say, no more excuses. Are you going to step into the waters? Are you going to step into your healing? Are you going to step into your calling? Are you going to step into what I've called you to do? Are you going to step into my love? Are you going to step into my joy? Are you going to keep making excuses and sitting by the pool and saying, Oh, everybody else is getting the blessing, Lord. Everybody else is getting the blessing but me, Jesus. You see, when Jesus shows up in the middle of your life, there's no more excuses When Jesus shows up, there's no more excuses. You know, that's why people get so mad at at, at 
church like this. That's why people get offended when joy happens. It's why people get offended when conviction happens. It's why people get offended when the presence of the Lord shows up and you can't stand up and people are falling on the floor. You know, that's why people head for the hills because no more excuses. You can't make excuses when the fire shows up. When the fire shows up, there's burns up all the excuses. It burns up all of the all of the hindrances. It burns up everything that would keep us out. And all of a sudden, now you're faced with reality. Do I step in to the waters? Do I step into my healing? Do I step into my calling? Do I step into what God's promised me? Or do I keep watching everybody? I mean, how foolish would it have been for this man to look at Jesus and say, mm, that's okay. I'll just wait for the next angel. You go on ahead, Jesus. I'll just wait for the next angel to come stir the water. But we do that. An opportunity to give to the Lord of our finances. I'll wait, Lord. I'll wait for the next opportunity, and then I'll really give. I'll give big that time. Because, you know, I didn't give good this time, so I'll give really big next time. I'm getting quiet up in here. And oh God, the next time, when the next opportunity that pastor asked me to get involved, then I'll get involved because then I'll, then I'll be more equipped. I'll be better qualified. I'll, I'll, I'll understand it better by and by. I'll, you know, I'll just sit this one out. How foolish it would have been for this man to say, Jesus, I'll wait for the next angel. I'll wait for the next opportunity when the Messiah the anointed one, the one who could speak and his disease leave him, the one that would say to him, rise up and walk, was standing and staring him in the face and saying, will thou be made whole? Will you step into the promise of God for your life? Will you step into the blessing of the Lord for your life? Will you step into the promises of God or will you keep hanging out in indecision? Will you keep hanging out in the place of uncertainty? Will you keep hanging out in the place of indifference? Or will you allow the presence of Jesus to ignite a fire in the pit of your soul and cause you to act, cause you to walk, cause you to step out in the places that you've never walked before? For 38 years, you've never gone there. This man hadn't been able to walk. This was places, uncharted territory. Will you step into the uncharted territory with the Lord? Will you walk out into the uncharted places with him? Or are you going to hang out by the pool till the next angel comes? No more excuses. No more excuses. Lord, I want your fire to burn on the inside of me. Lord, I want to see every opportunity that you've placed before me. God, I don't want to miss one moment this side of eternity. There is an encounter with the Lord and every experience, every opportunity that he has placed before you that you can only have, that you can only know this side of heaven. Once we're there, it's all over. Once it's there, we're all going to be rejoicing and celebrating and all that God has done in this life. And will you look back with regret over a moment in your life where you said, man, I could have known God deeper. I could have known your presence more richer. I could have known your promises more fuller. But because I wanted to camp out by the pool of Bethesda and not walk into the things that you've promised, I've missed it. I missed that. I missed that moment. I missed that opportunity. I think the Lord redeems missed opportunities. This man had a lot of missed opportunities. This man had a lot of opportunities when the angels came and stirred the water. 
that he didn't jump in, that he didn't get in. Maybe you're here tonight and you say, well, I'm one of those. I've, I've got a lot of missed opportunities. The Lord's put a lot of things in my path and I've, I've missed out on a lot of things. I've missed out on a lot of opportunities. The Lord spoke to me, challenged me, told me to give, told me to minister, told me to lead, or told me whatever. To go speak to the person that I work with or the person looking across from me at the cashier's checkout lane. Whatever it is, I have a lot of missed opportunities. And the same Jesus that redeemed this man's opportunity that he missed. It's the same Jesus that can redeem the opportunities of your life. The same Jesus that organized and orchestrated the schedules. If you'll allow him, he'll step into the moment of your life and say, will you be made whole? Will you walk in the promise of the Lord? Will you step in? Jesus, as he did at the pool of Bethesda, is passing by the stinky sheep gate of your life. He's walking by those areas of your life that that smell because of missed opportunities. You know, it's kind of like if you've ever left anything in the fridge for a long period of time and it starts producing a science experiment. It's kind of like your life, missed moments, things you've left in the fridge you'll come back to later, put it in the Tupperware and you forget about it in a couple Months, years later, you come back and, oh, that's what you've become. (laughs) And that's our lives. We missed opportunities, things we've put on the shelf, things we've put in the refrigerator, things we've set aside in the pantry and said, oh, I'll come back to that later. I'll get to that, Lord. I'll come back to that. Maybe, Maybe it's an area of hurt or offense that you've buried away in the crevices of your life that you don't ever want to go back to, don't ever want anyone to touch. Don't touch my junk, Jesus. Don't go there. Don't go meddling in my business, Lord. And now he showed up at the sheep gate of missed opportunities and saying, I'm ready to heal. I'm ready to restore. I'm ready for you to walk in my blessing. I'm ready for you to walk in the fullness of what I've promised. Don't Miss the opportunity that God places in your path. When the pool of Bethesda, when the healing waters of Jesus begin to flow into you, there is a flowing out. That's what Bethesda means. It's a place of flowing out. When God begins to fill you and to touch you and to transform you, there is, you leave that place changed and things begin to flow out of you. Things begin to flow out of areas of your life where there was death or rejection and hurt, when there was stubbornness and pride, where there was disobedience and regret. All of a sudden, the river, the waters, the healing waters, the healing rivers begin to flow out of your life. The flowing out, the Bethesda waters begin to flow out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't miss the opportunity with Jesus. Don't miss the opportunity. There's there's breakthrough for you. There's healing for you. There's promise for you. There's blessing for you. Don't miss. I don't feel qualified. Jesus didn't ask the man if he was able to walk. He said, will you be made whole? He didn't ask the man his qualifications. He didn't ask to see his doctor's note. He didn't, see, he didn't ask to see the, the diary or the history that the man gave him. He looked at the man and said, will you be made whole? Will you be made whole? Will you be made whole? Will you walk in the wholeness of the Lord? Will you walk in the blessing of the Lord?
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we don't want to miss. We don't want to miss out. We don't want to miss out, Lord, on the opportunities. We don't want to miss out on the Kairos moments, the divine moments. Hallelujah. You know, that's, that's, the, that's the Bible term, Kairos. There's, there, there's Kronos time, like we tell time is continual. A Kairos moment in the scripture, a time when, the, when God intersects. Kairos, Kairos moments are, it's like time is continuing and God steps in onto that continuum and intersects and says, this is a divine moment. This man had a Kairos moment. He had a divine moment with the Lord that intersected his life and left him changed. We don't want to miss it, Lord. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear. Give us a sense of the awareness of things that you're working and doing in our life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, bless your people tonight. Lord, that they'll have sweet rest tonight. Lord, as they go home, that their homes will be places of peace and the blessing of the Lord will rest on them. They'll not, be, they'll not have stress in their homes. Lord, they'll not miss opportunities that you've placed before them. They'll walk in your blessing and the fullness of the promise of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining the Celebration Podcast. For more information, visit ccacron.org or call us at 330-762-7458. You can also download the Celebration app from iTunes or the Android store. With my father, it's so hard.